Hello and welcome to episode 228 of for the 9th of June. My name is Jordan Scott and I am with Andrew. Hi. And Matt Benson. Hello. How's it going, guys? It's good. Good. Happy times. <laughs> this we're, week. We're glad to have you back. I know. I, I tend to just drop off the world for a little while, <laughs> um, but then I come back. And, yeah, maybe you went to Rome or right. Italy. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just need to get away. This is my second week in a row, if I'm doing math correctly. Yeah, last week I said, I don't know if you're going to be back, and then you're back. Yeah, you can't stop me. Well, it's good to have you. Thank you. <laughs> we have a, a normal episode this week. We've got our box office, our new re- new releases, uh, then our review, and we're doing Spy this week, right? Spee. 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 Is that a, someone else's joke? Because I was calling it speed privately to myself earlier. Is that someone's joke, or are we just on the same wavelength? I just wanted to say spy in a weird way. Okay. Because all day today I was amusing myself by calling it speed. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Then. I think you that know it's just... connected because I, ca- I call bridesmaids smades. So yeah. I've got smades and speed. <laughs> okay. I think uh, it just shows the depths of your friendship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, we've got our guess the endings. Um, I think we're all excited for that one. But let's get to it with the top ten. <laughs> the top ten. Count me down. Whoever's doing it. I'm scared of number ten. Oh, do I say the title now, too? <laughs> I always get confused, and you don't explain, because you just say, oh, Benson, you're saying count me down. Because you, you do it all the time. tell me the Poltergeist is the tenth movie. Oh, my goodness. But you might say number nine. Aloha. To number eight. Avengers Age of Ultron. On the way to number seven. Tomorrowland. Which was number six. Pitch Perfect 2. But you'd have to use number five. Yes, Mad Max Fury Road. And bring your number four. Oh, yeah. Entourage. Because it might get a little number three. Insidious. I like chapter the, three. When the numbers match. <laughs> I like that so much that number two is happening. Oh, no. San Andreas. But you might know about it ahead of time if you had a number one. Speed. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that carries over. There we oh, go. my goodness. Uh, what was I going to? Oh, uh, yeah. Number three is Insidious chapter three. I like it when the numbers match. Yeah. I'm so excited it's pretty, right <laughs> now. It's pretty good. I didn't even notice when I did that because I just got home from the event and I was exhausted. It was right before I took a nap and I'm just like, oh, typing. Well, and I typing. was like, oh, fuck, I didn't make the thing. I got to make the document. <laughs> yeah, I got it on the way home and I was like, all right, well, I thought I was going to get this sooner, but good job, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. worked out. It worked out. Yeah, but yeah, sure. the numbers are almost, we're only off by about 3 million compared to last week. And I feel like the top tens equalizing for a while there. Mm-hmm. We had well, there a couple weeks. Yeah, we yeah. had a huge spike in big movies, and all the money was up front. But now we have multi, uh, like above five million, all the way to eight, mm-hmm. all the way to the eighth spot. And um, the top three, my goodness, the top it could three be more account, different. Could right. not be more different. Right, just completely different movies. Even the top five. Right. Uh, I mean, except for some, uh, you know, shared world endiness mm-hmm. in a couple. Yeah, we got Mad Max, Entourage, Insidious, <laughs> San Andreas, and Spy. Like, it's amazing. They all they're they're practically all in different genres. So that's it's really cool. Mm-hmm. It just shows that everyone's seeing something different. Uh, and our review for this week, number one. Yeah, that always makes me feel good. Right, that we made a good decision. Right. Yeah. There was one week where it was uh, the movie we were watching was like number seven, and we were like, oh. Oh, well, last okay. week, Aloha was number six. Oh. And we were like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. Nice. And then we reviewed it, and we were like, yeah, extra, oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I was not an extra, oh, no, for the well, record. I wanted to like it more. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's where I land. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, you know, what the problem was with the Beatles, there was too much, oh, no. <laughs> I don't believe that statement, but I needed the pun. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Let's All get right, to new releases. So if you don't want to go to any of those movie theaters to see those movie theaters, uh, go to your home. <laughs> and the things that they're showing in those yeah. movie theaters. Yeah, go to your home. I just go to see the theaters. That's what, really what I'm Turn into. on your TV. Uh, turn on your uh, special device. 
that gets new releases. Does it connect to the internet? Is it that how it gets new releases? It might connect to the internet, or you might have to go out to a store and purchase a small disc or you device. Make, or you make your little cousin hold up some antennas and put some foil on his head yeah, 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 and tell yeah, him yeah. to move up his arm to the left quadrant in order yeah. to get that channel. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but these are the new releases. <laughs> that was extra confusing. <laughs> Coming out on DVD and Blu-ray. The Duff. Yep. Yep, that was a film. Yep, it, ha- it came out. Uh, I mean... I'm not going to knock it because it has, what's her face? What's her name? Mae Whitman. Mae Whitman. I like her a lot from Rest of Development. And inexplicably described as ugly and fat in this film. Yeah. Of which she it's, is neither. It's so weird that they... And, that, a, and a teenager. That's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think she she's not a teenager. No. And that's pretty clear. <laughs> uh, do you think... Look, serious time. Do you think there's a warped perception amongst like Americans by seeing all these 30-year-olds playing high schoolers? I think that's been happening for a long time because we've been having 30-year-olds playing high schoolers for the last 20 years. Yeah. But is it is it more now, you I think? I would say even no? farther than that, more than 20 years. Yeah. And and I think the perception of everything's kind of screwed up because you have movies like She's All That with Freddie Prince Jr. where it's like, look at this dorky, ugly chick, and it's just... Yeah, it's what She's just wearing glasses. Yeah. yeah. She's not ugly. So well, we didn't want to say anything to your face, Jordan, but glasses on a human, really. It's just a, it's just a wreck. <laughs> like I, know, just, I can't even like I, I don't even want to look at you right now. <laughs> I tear down every mirror in my house <laughs> yeah, anytime anyone puts horror. one up. Yeah. I just Ugh, shatter glass, it. Yeah. You do it like the, the beast from Beauty and the Right, Beast. exactly. Yeah. I just slash him <laughs> yeah. with my claws. <laughs> As we all know, glasses give you claws. <laughs> <laughs> it's a byproduct. Yeah. Uh, and also on DVD and Blu-ray, a film that we reviewed. I don't know what episode. I'm sorry. That's all right. Uh, Kingsman, The Secret Service. Mm-hmm. With Colin Firth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Being Have not seen it. V- oh. Being very not Firthy in this movie. Mm-hmm. I believe we liked it a lot. Oh, my goodness. I was very excited for it. Yeah. I have serious reservations based on my blinding hatred for Mark Millar and all that he does. I mean, I don't blame you. Yeah. Right. Uh, but for me... It works. Okay. See, what I enjoy is that while some people create things and, and they should be treated a certain way based on how they act in real life, uh, like some people's works stand separately. I don't like his works. This is my problem with him. Like you've well, never the, liked the anything that's is, been committed to film that he's I like Kick-Ass the movie, but I... I I've, I feel like I would not enjoy the comic. So, I mean, there is hope for yeah, this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's it's the, like... Yeah. Movie adaptations have several lenses that people's yes, work go through true. that they come out on the other it's end true. not being sullied that is by true. the source material. That is true. But everything that I know about Kingsman is that it's nothing like the book. Like the book. At all. Good to hear. It's like, like except that, for this. That's half of the setup is the same, and then oh, it just it just goes its own way because like, like, I actually did some research for that episode, way. the one that we can't remember the number, and we we talked about the fact that it is completely separate. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It almost has no, it. It takes like not even the whole premise from the comic, just yeah, like, a bit yeah, of the, like premise, half the premise, and then okay. applies it to a whole other And then a bunch of characters get pushed into different roles. Like yep. it's kind of interesting. Okay. Yep. Some of the names are the same, but it's completely different. The names have been changed to protect the innocent, right? Yeah. Sure. And the guilty. Sure. All right, here we go. DVD only. Sure. It's our special game where Jordan. Oh, did you play the game our, last week without me there? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I like was, it. They failed miserably. Oh, awesome. When you're not here, they just don't understand. Yeah, they're just like, okay, I, I don't, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm banging why, on Benson, who's sitting right here. Why, why are we doing this? Yeah. I like, don't know how you're supposed to guess the premise of a film, but it seems <laughs> like an absurd thing, game. like, what's the fun of this? <laughs> yeah. and Jordan's like, give it to me. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, so on DVD only, we have a film called Mr. What? What? Uh, what? Uh, I'm clicking on it now to get the extra information that I need. But You're the, going the, first, buddy. the way that the okay. game is played is that <laughs> based on just this title and some very few extra pieces of information, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, these these two will attempt to guess mm-hmm. what this film is actually about. Um, I actually don't even know what to give you guys because it's so weird. <laughs> so, there's so little helpful none information of this, here. None of this will help you. Okay. Um, this I mean, is a film? I think the year's not going to help you. The genre might. Are those my choices? You know, okay, here's okay, here's a fun one. Here's Ooh. a fun one. Ooh. You're going to get uh Benson, your your choice for first clue for mm-hmm. the film Mr. What. Yeah. You can either have the genre mm-hmm. or 
what animal is on the cover. <laughs> oh my goodness. I like the way this game is evolving. Uh, I'll take the year. Give me the year. <laughs> the year was not an option. Give me the year. Give me the year. year was not an option. Give me the year. I want the year. You don't want the year. I want the year. You don't want the Vincent's year. Vincent's doing his, his best uh, <laughs> Nicolas Cage impression. <laughs> yeah, closing your eyes and looking straight up. Uh, is that Nicolas Cage's thing? <laughs> you look at his face. Okay, yeah, that's Nicolas Cage. <laughs> that's Nicolas Cage. Give me the animal. Give me the year the animal was born. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the animal. Probably recently. It's a dog. Interesting. I'm going to say that this is the actually better but inexplicably less popular version of Doctor Who. Mr. What? I'm playing, of course, on the Dr. Pepper, Mr. Pib relationship <laughs> I, here. I enjoyed this. They're <laughs> making connections I never even saw. <laughs> so you want the genre? Oh, give it to me. Family drama. Oh. Mm. This is a NBC family movie. Sure. That involves. Spies, because I believe this came out around Spies Kids, (laughs) right? With a Z. Yeah. And uh, Spies and Kids. But what makes this different is the dog is the one that's genetically changed, Mm. and the kids just kind of going along for the ride while the while the dog's showing him all the secret stuff he needs to do to rue the day. Okay. Matisko Wopio, though innocent, oh my God. has spent 22 years in Bless prison. You. 22 years in prison. Upon apprehension, apprehension of the real criminal. That's the lesser known of the Henson family. Yeah. Apprehension. He's released Thank only you. to find continued harassment everywhere he turns. He seeks wow. redemption through his ailing father, a stray dog, mm-hmm. and an endearing little boy. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to show you the, the image. Wow, look at just that. So you guys I, see I, it. I clicked it. Get the full picture. So it's about an ex-con who gets out of prison and tries to figure out what to do with the dog. <laughs> it's it's a um it's it's one of those religious ones. Yeah, it, it gets five doves. Ooh, our highest rating they doves. say. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, I don't understand the Mister What though. That really did you know that, that those trips are me up is what I'm saying. White pigeons. <laughs> Was that a what? <laughs> doves are just white. Pigeons. Did I miss that joke? <laughs> doves are just, just white, white pigeons. pigeons. They're just white pigeons. Just All right, new on Blu-ray. <laughs> Uh, 101 Dalmatians 2, Patches London Adventure. Mm. Gotta love these straight to Blu-ray <laughs> Disney movies. We should do a double feature. 101 Dalmatians 2, Patches London Adventure, and Christmas Vacation 2, Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Never. Here's what I'm going to tell you that's really funny. I We're- played the computer game based on this film. Sure. Never seen it, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like I must have been a big fan as a youngin because I know that in pictures of me as a young boy, I have 101 Dalmatian sheets. But the animated one or the or the the animated one, yeah. specifically the animated. Because I remember watching both live action ones in theaters. I remember liking those as well. Yeah, you know, Glenn Close, sure, good stuff. Yeah, I remember. She's that's she how she, get, she gets coat? you when is you're young. The, is that the premise? She wants to make a coat with the yeah. dogs. Yep. Yeah, I have not seen them since a I was fur a coat. She's a well, crazy a fashion puppy lady. Fur coat. Yeah. Who who loves the style of Dalmatian spots okay. and can't think of a way to fake it and just yeah. wants to kill animals? She can't get like thirty adult Dalmatians. She needs to kill a hundred. No, because puppies. the puppy well, fur is so soft. Oh, it's okay. so soft, and it's like her assistant. Yep. Right. It's a part of it somehow. Yep. Her assistant is the lady who's one of the dog owners. Yep. And she comes to work and she's like, "Oh, it's so crazy! My dog had a hundred Dalmatians." Mm. And then she comes home and she goes, "Oh, it's a hundred and one." That's you know. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> And, of course, that leads us into another little game called... Is, I knew you were going to play this game. I love this game. What's the game called? Has Jordan watched this? So, on TVD, we have a, a new release called The Last Ship, The Complete First Season. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jordan watches a lot of TV. Do we oh, get any I clues watch... before we decide if he's uh, watched it or not? Well, here's, here's the only clue I give you. Uh... I don't always delete stuff from my DVR. I leave it in there uh-huh. it, so that when the next CZ comes on, it will click on and yeah. keep recording. I have about 65 titles on rotation, and these are just TV shows yeah. through the seasons. So I watch a lot of TV. Um, yeah. can we, what's the premise of The Last Ship? Can I get that information? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I half remember. It's like there's okay. a plague on well, Earth, and right. they're Okay, they're so no, no. The Last Ship, the way it works is... It doesn't really give the information of like what exactly happened. You kind of have to figure out why everything's gone to crap. Okay. But this is one of the last battleships and or different kind of ship that is running and like peacekeeping in the waters. So it has stuff on it that is valuable, but that they're trying to protect while also trying to keep like order 
because everything's gone to crap. And to keep the disease or whatever yeah. from the ship. Yeah, and they're I, trying to I not, watched half not an episode be infected. And that's what I know. And the it's fact so that they're normal. on the ship is supposed to, like, we're quarantined. And it's on what, NBC? Yeah. This I is mean, a network you, you show? Should, you shouldn't answer. Yeah. It's on TNT. Excuse you guys. Oh, TNT. Okay, so this is the way that I use Huge difference between NBC and TNT. <laughs> well, I, I obviously don't watch it, but yeah. we're trying to figure out with Jordan. Uh, he watches a lot of Showtime shows. That's interesting. That's, that's I watch. Where... I watch a lot of all shows. I know. But... Oh, Adam Baldwin is on this. Sure. From... Mr. Gamergate himself. Well, yeah. Mr. Firefly. <laughs> uh... And Travis a... Van Winkle. That's, well, that's a do you have idea. your answer? Because I have my answer. Um, and Jocko Sims. There's some great names. Uh, yes? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Nope. Oh. Never watched a single episode. I thought the premise was dumb. Damn. What's, uh, what's that show where Andre Brower's on a boat? It was like, it was a one season or one oh, season. Oh, I know what you're talking uh, about. Uh, it's like Turncoat. No, not Turncoat. No, it's like the... they're, they're saboteurs. No, they're... They thought they were they were they thought they were cool, but they weren't. No, 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 they thought they were double age. It was like what's the what's the word for when you're when you're a bad person <laughs> and they don't like you? Treason, enemy of the state, treason, treason man, treason man. We found the last resort. The last resort is so wrong. TV show, but he was Captain Marcus. Chaplin. They did think they were treasonous, though. Yeah. It was something where like they yeah, had a new... That show was interesting. See, that show was far more interesting but because... Real quick. They, I believe you they, told me about this show. Yeah, because they were given orders to like fire yeah, upon a like, civilian... Nuke, nuke Russia. Nuke Russia. Orders. And they had no idea what was going on in the outside world because everything was radio silent. Mm-hmm. That's far more interesting than the whole world. Like, I'm just tired of post-apocalyptic. Like, I saw Revolution, and I found that far more interesting because it wasn't just everything's gone to crap. It's no electricity works anywhere in the whole Unless world. Unless you have a special USB drive. Which I, g- I got cool. almost that far, and then I gave up. Oh, man, I watched every episode. It gets crazy. I got like right. do you nine wanna, episodes. In? Do you want to know why the electricity doesn't work? Too much. They masturbated too much. They switched the magnetic polarity. What they did is they filled the entire atmosphere with nanites. Oh, my God. And the nanites could... Uh, Praise nanotech. Could... <laughs> They they created an EMP field wherever they were, and because they were in everything, they were in people's bodies so and all why, kinds of stuff. How did the USB drives work? Uh, th- they just counteracted. They, they gave a signal. Repellent. They gave a signal to the nanites in the surrounding area to Back not off. cancel <laughs> off the EMP. Huh. So this show did what? What was that dumb movie with Johnny Depp where he was a computer? Transcendence. It did transcendence <laughs> before transcendence, but better. And it was interesting Question because mark. the nanites, yeah. the nanites evolved because there were so many of well, them, transcendence, and they were they were yeah. they were designed to keep replicating, mm-hmm. keep continuing mm-hmm. to do their work. Yeah. So they evolved and ended up like inhabiting dead people's bodies and animating them Zombies. and talking to people, and like they would find people who had written the original code that their AI was based off of and talk to them. So it's kind of like and what, like T two, don't they do that a little bit? Yeah, T2? and and oh, based something? Terminator two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and based oh, off their feelings, would do all kinds of stuff. Like if one guy got mad at someone else or was going to hurt someone else, they would just combust them. Like all kinds of crazy stuff happened in that. Was was it? Am I imagining that they went looking for like the original designers of Skynet? In yeah, one of the Terminator films. Yeah, there's yeah. no nanites, but yes, they did. I mean, yeah, no nan, no nanites, no nanites, and, and none, none of them except original designers. <laughs> no, no nanite. No, no, is that nanites. a thing? They gotta find Miles. Yeah, because that was all based on him. the fact that they found the chip in the hand from the first movie. Yeah, sure. And yeah. kind of sped up the process of yeah. D Day. Miles Dyson sucking on a lollipop under the thing. Very evocative. I don't know why. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> but let's get into our review. Wait. What? We'll do that. After this? After this. Okay. Hello out there in Benview Podcast Land. My name is Josh and this is Jesse. Hello. And we happen to do a podcast about video games called the Extra Damage Cast. Indeed we do. If you like to talk about video games or more accurately listen to other people talk about video games, you should check out our podcast. It's at extradamage.com or on the Benview Network website, whatever that is. To another successful mission. I couldn't do what I do without you and my earpiece. Head down the tunnel. You got three coming in. Can you imagine me as a spy? With a gun. What? These look delicious. Cool. This is very chewy. You're eating a hand towel. Just a 
cleansing my palate. <laughs> when I joined the CIA, I thought I was going to be this amazing spy. I'm just the same boring person I was before. You play it too safe. I just hear my mom's voice. Give up on your dreams, Susan. <sighs> just to write that in my lunchbox. Reina Boyanov is about to sell a tactical nuclear weapon to a terrorist organization. I told you to send me in there. You can't. She knows the identity of all our agents. We need someone to find the bomb without being detected. I'll do it. Okay, thanks, lunch lady. You're going. Okay. Yeah, bring one of your cats as a sidekick. I don't have cats. Go see Patrick. He's got special equipment for you. It's like the future. You're a spy. I know. You'll be given a new identity. Cat lady. Just missing a shirt that says I've never felt the touch of a man. It's a confidence builder. You really think you're ready for the field? Leave the action to me. Damn it! Put your roof on a scooter! What are you, the Pope? You are not to make direct contact with any of the targets. Let's go down. You are incredibly out of your league. Let's go, let's go. It's not fair. Oh, brother, butler. I'm saving you. I'm a real spy. I once drove a car off a freeway on top of a train while I was on fire. Not the car. I was on fire. Kind of starting to freak me out. Poor little pathetic Susan. My father used to bring people here. Did he also make you dress like a slutty dolphin trainer? Did I forget to knock? Who are you? You want me to have Cagney and Lacey explain it to you? Cagney's gonna come up your ass like a thunderbolt and chew off both your Swedish meatballs. You gonna cry? I'm not gonna cry. You're crying now! I'm not! for the field. Damn it! Put your roof on a scooter! What are you, the Pope? Spy! Directed and written by Paul, Paul Feig? Feig? Yeah. Feig? Is that I think it's Spee, directed by Paul Feig. Feig? <laughs> directed yeah. by Wrighton. Uh, yeah, Feig and is starring... Correct, just to get the info out there. Melissa McCarthy. Yep. Jude Law. Jude. Jay Stay. Oh, there's Law. some people in this. Jason. Rose Byrne. Stay Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne. <laughs> You're doing it again. <laughs> you did that on another podcast we were recording recently. Sure, I did. It threw me off. <laughs> it, it's probably not out yet. That's why I don't want to say uh, I was trying to launch another name. Nothing popped in the head tank. Uh, Marina Baccarin. Marina Baccarin. <laughs> You know, and, uh, you got to keep that tank in working order. You got to take a out all the water. You got to scrub know. off all the algae. Jessica Chaffin. There we go. There you go. Jamie Dembo. <laughs> Katie Dippold, who yep. may have wrote this film. She it, wrote The Heat. Well, they uh, co-wrote. I, there was definitely a written by credit for Paul Feig on this film. I remember seeing. I know Katie Dippold wrote The Heat with him, and I think maybe she wrote this one with him, and I know she was in it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one. I read some stuff saying okay. that they co-wrote it. Okay. So. Uh. Eight. So the the, <laughs> eight, eight. the plot of this film. Put, put your turntable away. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I get so excited. No, it's it's just the music, music just yeah. inspires you, yeah. and you just gotta let it out. You can't just keep it in. <laughs> Bobby Cannavale. That was the name I was reaching for <laughs> earlier. <laughs> it took you way too long to get I there. I got there in the end. <laughs> we just needed to bring out the turntable. Peter Serafinowicz. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm just going to keep going. Is that how you pronounce it? Serafinowicz? Yes, yeah. it is. Yep, there's, you I don't say confirm. that C in there? And there's no. C? You never say the C in those types of names. Look, <laughs> okay. what's wrong with you? You don't say the C. You hate the Polish people. <laughs> Obviously. All right. <laughs> Put it away. <laughs> It's yeah. about there we go a lady, <laughs> and she is a spee. Allison Janney. <laughs> <laughs> she's an agent who works in the basement of the CIA. Melissa McCarthy yeah. as uh, she's a support. support. Yeah, uh, she works support for for Jude Law's character, mm-hmm. uh, and then events happen that spring her into her own. Yeah, and I and I like the. I mean, not to kind of get into it real quick, but. I like we're seeing the other side because in most spy movies you see the Jude Law side of everything. Oh yeah, and you kind of get 
touches of what's going on well, back get, at base and how get, they're getting helped. But it's always Lone Wolf. There's no one ever there helping them. The touches back at base are always like the, the director walks in and says a thing and then walks away. Yep. You don't get like... Or like, or like here's a pen. This will be good for you later. Yeah. And then <laughs> you never see that person again. You don't... Like this, there are whole segments where she's saying, oh, turn left here. Watch out. You got two guys coming right. up behind you. Do this, do that. Yeah, where like, it, feels, really cool. it feels very much like a team, yeah. Yeah. which is awesome. Yeah, Michael... McDonald's. <laughs> I mean, you did it. Yeah. Um, great cast. Yeah, as, as I've described. Really good cast. A lot of funny people. Yeah. Really funny. Like, really funny. Maybe the best use of Jason Statham. He's phenomenal. Oh, my God. Film. Ever? I he, love it. He didn't do it on every line, but there's a lot of lines where he would do his line and then make a face at the end <laughs> for extra intimidation like, like effects. Like, it was great. Oh, it was man. hilarious would every you, time. Would you describe his character as like all of his other characters, but but like... Turned up. They yeah. took, they took yeah. every character he's ever played and pushed all of their psyches into the same person yeah. and all of their personas amplified each other. Yeah. yeah. And this is the character that he is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it, part of it's in the trailer, but I do, I really enjoy when he's listing off all the things that have happened to right. him yeah. that are just absolutely <laughs> And everyone insane. around him's like, that's not, no. Yeah. No. Is not that how that works? No. <laughs> and the one, the one, like, that's not appropriate. <laughs> that's one of my yeah. funny. That's one of the funniest parts. He's good. Uh, yeah, he's amazing. He's fantastic. I, I really enjoyed his part. Yeah, he popped up. And he's just—he's really funny. Yeah, yeah, it was good because he was in most of the movie, but even his role was so minor, but he added so much to it. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Good, good, good. Good use of the Stasem. Uh, but Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. What I really liked about her character and just in general for this film, and I can't remember, there was another film that did this and I liked it in that film as well, is that her character is not inept. No. No, that's she, great. She yeah. was top of her class. Yeah. Right. She, and even though she doesn't appear, you know, as physically fit oh, as other people, that, she can kick ass better right. than the rest and of them. And that brings up yeah. one of my other favorite parts of the movie is her boss goes, I almost put this on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's video of her at they call it the farm, the, yep, the training yeah. ground during the training stuff, uh, where she's, she's just, just rocking it and going yeah. crazy. And they come yeah. like, like someone runs in to stop her, and one she of beats the instructors, them up. Yeah. and she just beats the <laughs> crap out of them. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. I it, and I, I honestly can't. I'm trying to remember the name of the other film that did this, and MacGruber. I really enjoyed it. Huh, MacGruber? <laughs> Probably. I have not seen MacGruber. <laughs> well, but I keep telling you that MacGruber does do that, and yeah. that's one of the reasons you should watch it, and you'd refuse to. It's a pretty funny movie. I just haven't. Val Kilmer's fantastic. I just yeah. haven't. It's a great film. I'm not refusing at this point. It's a great film. Uh, but yeah, and I really think that's something that I, f- I feel like was missing from, nothing, I, I don't even know how to say it, like other, just other films. There are well, a lot of other films where the person who is forced into a situation where it doesn't look like they completely fit incompetent. is completely inept, and then they just say, like, fool around and they get it done anyway yeah and and it just seems to be happenstance where this one's more about no she's competent she knows what she's doing really good but she's just rusty and she doesn't have the experience Mm -hmm. and her personality in the situation she get she gets in that's where the humor comes from yeah yeah. we're not laughing at her most of the time we're laughing with her yeah yeah and she's in on the joke most of the time like people will insult her in one way or another and she'll either turn it back on them and go all right, well, that was kind of easy of you, but whatever. Like, she's never really hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a couple times she is personally because of things that happen in the story, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. But we're not assaulting the main character constantly and, and like, cutting them down, which yeah. I really enjoyed that this movie respected its main character. I think there's a, a, a certain while style still, of... While still poking fun. Oh, yeah. There's a certain style of comedy that, that you're describing. I don't know if it's uh, specifically Paul Feig or if it's just whatever this new wave of comedy is that's coming on, mm-hmm. uh, where I, I turn to Benson because he's the, the, Feig, the Feigster. Okay. Uh, but no, it's just where they take... A, the Feigest? There'll be a joke and a punchline, and then they go one step beyond the punchline, and it gets funnier. And they, yeah. con- they Because they're making commentary on yeah. it. It's, it's not, it's not continuing it, the joke. It's actually going, hold on. Let's look at this joke. Yeah, yeah, and Turn it I, on another angle. Yeah, yeah and I really like that a things. lot because I I really hate it in films when someone says something that makes no sense and no one says, "Hey, that was dumb." Right, and in this and film, she's just, constantly con- everyone's always saying, "Like, why did you say that?" Or, right, that was dumb. Yeah, yeah. but it, and it makes it funnier. Characters are aware of each other. Yeah, which yeah. is important. Mm-hmm. Gives it a real feel. Trademark yeah. from the weather. Okay, team. and I I'd, I'd like to make a statement that I really enjoyed because. 
We are joining live. Jordan is making a statement. (laughs) Uh, We're coming in, guys, and uh, it's it's kind of crazy out here. (laughs) Um, I totally thought this movie was going to be a spoof. Like 100%, I thought this was just going to be like, haha, we're making a spoof of spee movies. Yeah. Right? Thank you. Thank you. And it's not. The connect pronunciation. The connect pronunciation. Pronunciation is what I just said. And it isn't. It's a, it's a, this is just a spee movie. It's a really good spee movie. A good spee movie. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's an informed spee movie. Yeah. It's looking at other spee movies, yeah, and saying to itself like, "Well, let's let's add to this instead of just riffing yeah. off of it." In the same way that the Heat was a good cop movie, right? Exactly. That was just also funny. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. I I went into that not expecting anything, and well, that was a good Saturday <coughs> night at home yeah. with nothing else on TV. Sure I'll tell you was. that. The, what what's crazy is that I uh, recently there's been talk about how the new Bond films are too serious, and, right. and Daniel Craig talked about like, oh, I guess I'd be fine with bringing some humor back. But I really hated um, uh, I don't even remember his name right now that that goddamn asshole who screwed up the Bond series. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> no, the one bef- two before him. Roger Moore. Roger Moore. He thought he was real funny. But it was just like it was his jokes were like, "Here's an old man on skis. Isn't right. that funny to watch?" And right. that, yeah, but that, that was, was the not 70s. Funny to watch. Yeah, seventies. And listen, that was a time and place. But listen, that was every. See, you're you're going. That person's the at fault where everyone in the situation was going like, "Yeah, this is funny." The old man All on right. skis maybe is not funny. Knickknack, <laughs> Tabasco. But that wasn't. That's him, though. funny. <laughs> that was that, that was, was the great uh, Christopher, Christopher Lee. Lee. Yeah. Uh, now, oh, Christopher Lee. What, what I'm going to say in is, peace, even that, though he's still alive, that beautiful making man. death metal. Mm-hmm. That I think, if 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 this film, if Spy mm-hmm. sp- spurned, yeah, you missed up. Turned mm-hmm. what movie? Spy. Speed. Please, I don't want to confuse Spee. the audience. Speed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if this film turns out a, a new there. a new genre Why? of spy comedies that are in fact good spy films right. and also funny that's mm-hmm. that's the most important part this great. is a good spy movie because it just need, happens to be hilarious i don't yeah. need bond i don't need daniel craig to be cracking a joke he does enough you know enough no i want skyfall to be have you seen the trailers for skyfall you mean inspector yes <laughs> i'm sorry it's also i have mess. also seen the trailers for skyfall <laughs> <laughs> but have you seen have you seen the trailers for specter yes yes have that Every be as dark single time it gets me <laughs> Have it just be dark, mm-hmm. and I want to see his horrible dark past drudge up, and I want him to confront it, and I want people to die. Like, <laughs> can we talk about trailers for a second? The two trailers get me every time I see them now. Uh-huh. Inspector and and wait, and let me guess the second one. Is it a walk in the woods with no. Robert Redford and Nick <laughs> You're a the walk, one who's seen that trailer. A walk to a walk so to much. remember yeah. with Mandy Moore. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Oh, that looks good. It, I I get sucked in, and then the comedy starts, and I la- I can't help it. It's and they funny. just they just released a six mi- a six minute uh, segment of the movie I don't watch where it. it's an underwater. No, 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 you don't have to watch it. Okay. It's an underwater segment where he's like stuck in a plane or whatever. He's stuck underwater, <laughs> okay. and he's trying to get out. He was actually underwater for six minutes. Damn. Held his breath the whole time. What? Because Tom Cruise is powers. crazy. He has Scientology yeah. powers. Xenu is just He's reached level him those seven. Yeah. <laughs> you can see the color blurple. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it gives him oxygen. Shut up, Leonard. I don't know what that was. Anyway, uh, yeah, so spy films just in general. Uh, I feel like there's some there's there's um Aside there's something from, against comedy films where they're afraid that they can't do a good just a good film that is also a comedy it has to have too many jokes but this film was so funny and also a good film right right and I feel this is almost in the same lines as Kingsman because Kingsman had a lot of really funny parts mm-hmm. and it actually is a spy movie as well and it's straddling the line where it's a very good action spy movie mm-hmm. while also being pretty funny and. I think there's a world, and obviously this is proving it, where we can have both. We don't need movies that just make fun of the genre and yeah. are dumb, and and movies that are super serious, like Spectre's going to be, mm. but we can have something in the middle. And if it's done well, it's great, no matter who's at the helm. And the fact that her brand of humor and, and the director who she worked with in Heat, they understand each other, yeah. and this is clearly a role written for her, and it's playing off of her strengths, mm-hmm. and it's fantastic. 
I mean that that one the part in the trailer where like the motorcycle falls over like that's a super dumb gag yeah and she says a super dumb thing about it like well, who are you the Pope yeah but it was still funny but uh, the crazy thing is there's a lot of moments that in the trailer I didn't think worked but worked super well in the film because of the way that it's they timing. connect to yeah. the rest of the scene that's there yeah it's totally about timing and that's I I feel like that's a trailers can trick us right in the because worst they just kind of ways cut it out and put it in out of context with mm-hmm. other scenes and it can really div- Take away from it, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but that we didn't even talk. Timing is really important. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Benson. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Thanks. We never did review Pitch Perfect two because you were against it because of the trailer. You guys can watch it. But the cra- no, but the crazy thing was uh, the parts that were that I hated in the trailer were not in the film. They were like alternate takes. I hate when they do that. I know. I hate when they do that See, too. See, I'm gonna because play devil's advocate and i'm the devil because i like when they do that in the film because then it's you don't you're not spoiling anything you get you get fresh takes in the film well okay but see if they can give you a feel for the film and then you still get a whole new thing in the film that's a but see i saw that trailer and didn't want to see the film and then i found out the parts about the trailer i didn't like are not even in the film well that's i mean i don't think that's a failure of the strategy i think that's a failure to implement the the way they did it Yeah. yeah Because I showed you uh, the last time I saw you the trailer for Mad Max. All of that's in the movie, yeah. But it doesn't betray the movie. The stuff that they showed, and in fact, most of it's from like the first thirty minutes of the movie. Well, and the other crazy, there's um, I know. But what if you saw that awesome trailer, and then you saw the movie, and none of those parts were in it? But it was stuff that was all as good as that. Would you be mad? Like instead of jumping over a car, he jumps over something else. It would blow my mind. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you can do, if you can yes, watch that line, if done appropriately, yeah, yeah. But but then you just have like, oh no, we cut all these bad jokes out, but we did it after we cut the trailer. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. If you, can, that's what it feels like. Don't throw out the strategy. Just figure out a way to do it correctly. <laughs> Better, yeah. Okay. All right. Please, Andrew, continue. I don't know what else to say. Do you? Have, I didn't. I um, looked at your notes, but I was Jude like, Law doing an American accent or not? I could not. Tell. No, he was just like a lot of people brought that up when I was looking at people's uh, reviews online. Is that like why are all these British people in the CIA? <laughs> yeah, why aren't they in MI6? Uh-huh. Yeah, right. That's kind of weird. Um, but I really enjoy the turn of character she has because um, it takes a kind of known trope of having uh an infatuation with the people you work with or someone who's unattainable in your opinion or doesn't care about you in the same way and that person's pining for the other one and in in a lesser movie in a lesser script they would either end up together or she would after doing all this cool stuff still not get that person and feel you know like oh i have to just focus on my career but she chooses her career Mm -hmm. realizing that she has to do what's best for her she realizes hey he ain't shit yeah Pretty much, and yeah. and that's hilarious when you're saying that to Jude Law. Yeah, that's awesome. So, I really like that. I really like the yeah. decisions made oh, in yeah. this movie. How do we feel about her boning down with Jay Stay that's at the end of the film? That's fucking funny. Oh, spoilers! Did you did you stay did you stay t- till the end of the yeah, credits? Yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah. <laughs> we got, we where got they where they blue, lose it? Where they lose yeah. it? Yeah, that's really good. I really like it because like like every or not every like a lot of Bond movies have to end with him banging some girl. I like yeah. this yeah. as their and version she, of that. She banged the crazy <laughs> agent that yeah. can't. Like I just love that he was the bumbling idiot of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and you do that, you choose just Jason Statham for that? Yeah. Oh, that is amazing. He's very talented. Yeah. And that's the one very who she ends up bed man. with. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the whole MI6 agent. But also he's like, just a freaking... He's just a... Yeah, he's second, crazy he's too. He's just nuts. Yeah. And then at the very end he's like, but am I? Well, I like but am he, I not? Am I really yeah. like that whole part? She's like, what the? He fuck? passes by a group of other like British police, and they all stand at attention and salute him real quick. Yep. Yeah. And I love that because that's a that's like a weird British thing that I love yeah. so much. Like they're, they're like, oh no, wait, this way guy's too important. much respect yeah. for yeah. each other. Yeah. But I also like that if you really like Jason Statham is kind of a Bond girl in this movie, right? Like, like there were a he lot is. of Bond girls that were just bumbling idiots. He is. He is. But we're sexy. He is and the Jason. You know, he is the man. male yeah. version yeah. of a Bond girl. Yeah. If you could make a male version of a Bond girl, yeah. that is what he is. Yeah, for that. I could go for that. Yeah. And instead of just, I sure. mean, he's all, he's good looking, yeah. but he's also just like so hardcore in that direction. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, if anything, this made me want to watch more Jason Statham films. Sure. Oh, well, I'm <laughs> look, always there. Look, he's, a, he's a terrific man. That is not going to steer you wrong in I know. Yeah. cases. Yeah. <laughs> like there was one, there was a movie I brought up one time back when we talked about like what we were watching mm-hmm. and there was a while where I just was on Netflix watching Jason Statham movies. You could do. And, and every weekend. Yeah, there are worse ways to spend your time. Right. 
And there was one where he was like uh, a uh, an ex special forces an ex special forces veteran who and he travels around the world. No, he ends up he ends up like he has PTSD and he ends up becoming homeless mm-hmm. and like he ends up like accidentally getting into this rich guy's house and like kicks uh, a drug habit and like makes himself better and ends up becoming like a vigilante. Like and that. I'm like, and I'm like, this movie's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like in love with this nurse who used to feed him at the local. Uh, sure. Uh, no, she's a nun who used to yeah. feed him at the local. You know, Sounds right. Shelter. <laughs> yeah. Like crazy movie, but like, yeah, no, this is he's beating the crap out of people. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, so Benson, yeah. you've recently started watching Gilmore Girls. Yeah, it's true. Correct. I, I uh, confirm. Really? Hey. We can't go one episode. <laughs> well, it's pertinent because oh, Melissa McCarthy it was on Gilmore Girls. Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. And cool. it, uh, now I watched it back in the day, and mm-hmm. then like you know, a couple years after, yeah. before Melissa McCarthy broke big. Yeah. Uh, and now before she broke it, bad. Now watching it now, <laughs> mm-hmm. do you like? Do you see her as as a breakout star of that show, or what? Or do you? I mean, her comedy in that show is really like good. Yeah, I like. All of like the jokes that they give her, yeah. they they write for her. But I think everyone on that show is good. It's just a great show. I yeah. think I think yeah. she, I, I don't I don't know that I could single anyone as a breakout. But, but are you surprised that Melissa McCarthy is the one who's now so big? Who's now probably the safest? I think I think that's I think that's I think that's a reflection of the industry and like she's kind of an anomaly in the way she is as an actress. Mm. Like she's not. Because I mean, she's been nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. For what? For for Smades. What? She got nommed. What? Yeah. I don't recall that. Totally happened. All right. If you say so. <laughs> and I'm the be all and end all. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like she, she's so like she's such a star now. Yeah. And I mean, Lauren Graham. I mean, no no offense to any of the other people on the show. Best uh, supporting actress for Melissa McCarthy, in. Uh, she was nominated for it in 2012 for Spades. Wow. For that and Best Original Screenplay. Well, she was not nominated for Best Original Screenplay. Well, yeah, but I'm but saying those yeah, are the, the two things the that it was, was nominated yeah. for. Okay. Uh, I mean, Lauren Graham, she, she, she took on Parenthood. She's still a TV star, yeah. Yeah, Parenthood, which is over now, but mm-hmm. she's, she's got other stuff going on. I, uh, she's like wrote a book that's going to be a show. I don't know. But okay. she's, she's big still. Yeah. She showed up on Odd Couple, I think. Sure. Uh, and, I think you she's know, recurring on Odd Couple. We, we've fact. talked about Alexis I think Bledel. She's Matthew Perry's girlfriend. Okay, we've talked about Alexis Bledel privately, <laughs> uh, but we certainly. <laughs> My goodness, what uh, is that even? Not, we just is, talked before this. Is that o- is that okay recording. to even talk about on air, guys? <laughs> no, but she's she's not you know winning any movie awards right. uh, for the films that she's in because uh, they're not good films. She had a great run on Mad Men, though. Yes, sure. I mean I think that was interesting. You could name anyone on Mad Men and say they had a great run on Mad Men. It's true. Because as far as everyone's concerned, Mad Men's a great show. And the, well, and they, they knew how to I've use... I watched one episode, I'm sorry. They, they, they knew how to use their actors and actresses yes. for small roles. Like yeah. really important, interesting characters that you'd only see for a couple episodes and then would be gone. Yeah. But left impressions on everyone around them. Like they were really good about guest stars, I guess you could call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's just, I thought, from that point of view, it would be interesting yeah. to talk about McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I think it's a combination of where comedy writing in general is going, mm-hmm. just for all films in general, just the, the type of humor that is accepted, the kind of writing that they're doing for actors and actresses now, whereas before, like, ensemble casts, and you know what I mean? Like, it was more, we were kind of coming out of the 80s and 90s and early 2000s where it was still on the slapstick side, it was still poking fun at characters, like, we're we're getting more respect for people, and back in the day Melissa McCarthy would be the butt of the jokes Mm. and while she still could be and still is sometimes in this movie she rises above them and that's not something that was done before so I think I think it's a combination of a bunch of different factors Mm -hmm. but movies like Bridesmaids are one of the reasons why comedy is going in that direction because people responded to it so well do do you think that uh, this film has any chance at any kind of Academy Awards in the way that Spades did No. no Do you th- but, but glo- globes, the Globies, gonna sweep them? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. It's a good. I think it's a I th- really. I think good it's movie. fantastic. I, film. Th- I think it's a great movie, but I think I, I don't. I don't. I it's, think if this it's not Oscar, but I think Smades. Listen, 
I like Smates. I think it only got those Oscars because it was kind of the first one to break the mold and get right. that much attention. I think that was very much like the Oscars trying to be relevant more than I just, not that they shouldn't have didn't deserve it, but yes. it's just like they. I don't think they would like. Really no, give look, it to guys, that we nominated movie. Bridesmaids. That's well, the, what yeah, that felt. Look, like. we nominated the Joker, and then Smates. We're hip and cool, right? Yeah. Okay. I was just saying in the sense that uh, for repeat nominations, you know. If, yeah. No, I think I think the Academy said we we gave you Smates. We'll fucking get off our dicks. We're not going to give you another. One. I think I think every year they they nominate a couple movies being like we're relevant and, and I think they already covered the Feig wagon yeah so okay but I, that does not diminish from the quality of no of course it diminishes not, of course. from the Oscars of anything yes I completely agree <laughs> yeah. I, that is yet another thing that I record and watch at double speed and then stop stop for the stop for people's speeches and then keep fast forwarding yep. uh, now I I know personally myself Mm-hmm. But, uh, going into this, I hated the title. Spee? Yeah. What's wrong with Spee? How do... <laughs> it's so plain. It's so generic. I love it. It's Well, and now I like it just fine. Because because the film ends up being a commentary on the genre. That's the only reason the title makes sense. Like, the title does yeah. not make sense until you've seen the movie. Sure. Which is something I used to love when I wrote poetry. Well, the I, title never made sense until you read the poem. I always just hated, like, I hate films with, like, a person's name. Right. Like, that feels lazy to me. It's like, oh, job title is essentially what uh, you feel yeah. like this movie is yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That, that hurts I can me. see that. <laughs> you put it back into context, and I need to go back and remember right now. It's good film. It's good film. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, okay, but yeah. but the, the whole film as a whole, like, her journey as a character is a commentary of what it means to be a spee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so, so, spy. Are you still tickled over there? Yeah. Spy 2 or spy colon? What, what's it going to be? Spee, yeah. Colon, Operation Rome time. <laughs> oh, did you even see during the credits they had like other operations that she did after she yeah, gets cool. started? That was nice. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, all right, I think we all really like this movie. Fifty Cent, right? Still listening to the cast. Fifty Cent piece. Yes. <laughs> oh, there. All right. There's my one that reminds me. I had one gripe about this movie. Uh-oh. Yeah. One. Yeah. Is not enough Jason Statham. I know. It no, he, there real. was. They lathered him on quite nicely. <laughs> uh, no, there was just like it was a little handholdy in its humor. Like, hey, look, we're pointing at something. Yeah. And the the part, the only part that that bothered me mm-hmm. is when it did a callback to her necklace. Because every once in a while, people comment on it. Yeah. And then spoilers. That's how she takes out the big baddie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she actually says adjustable, like comment, like says the exact thing of what she's doing as she's doing it. Sure. And it would just be better if she just did it and then the audience was like, oh, yeah, it's got in a... Like, it's just... It's like fucking... Like, someone's pointing at your nose and going, look! (laughs) And I hated that. Yeah. But 50 Cent is in this movie. (laughs) And he's called 50 Cent Peace. Yes. And we know that he he likes tall, white British women. Yeah. And uh, I don't have a problem with that because if there is a sequel, I want him to show up and be the the living personification of 50 Cent Blood in the Sand, one of the best video games ever made. Okay. I well, I like... That I mean, is, that is one of the best co-op video games ever designed did, because you play as Fiddy mm-hmm. and his crew and you're just taking out warlords left and right to get your diamond-encrusted skull back. Sure. Did, it, did it hurt you, Benson, when you said he's better than Kanye? Well... That was pretty funny. He didn't technically say he was better than Kanye. He said, you don't see Kanye doing this. I just stopped these terrorists. You don't see Kanye doing this. (laughs) Which clearly to me suggests that 50 Cent deep down knows that he is not as good as Kanye. Oh, yeah. He's reaching. And he is compensating. It's the only reason he even helped. It's because he's like, yeah, man, my sales aren't doing too good. (laughs) I should uh, help out the CIA real quick. All right. Let's let's wrap this. We're wrapped. (laughs) We're good. We talked about 50 Cent. Go Go see the movie. Yeah. It's a really good movie. It's It's fantastic. Way better than I thought it was going to be. Let's talk about these new releases. New releases. Jurassic. New releases. New releases. New releases. New releases. Jurassic World. What song is that? That is a Hallelujah chorus. Hallelujah. Jurassic World. That just reminds me of Face Off. Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. That's three movies. Set fire to the stars. Oh, I got that one. You guys suck. Yes, you did. Uh, before we play Guess the Ending, let's give some thanks. First, 
to Silent Partner, who did our theme song, Sophomore Makeout. You can find that on the YouTube audio library, uh, where you can get more songs and tunes for your personal project use. <laughs> our logo is designed by Justin Kizon of Agents of Guard. That's agentsofguard.com. If you're looking for some nerdy articles about Comic-Con, about comics, mm-hmm. video games, mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. TV shows, mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. movies, mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. comics, mm-hmm. did I say that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to agentsofguard.com and read some stuff that people wrote that that is really neat and a lot of fun. Uh, if you like Justin, uh, he's also on a Benview podcast. What? Benview is that on true? Spielberg. Whoa, I've heard of that show. On Spielberg. I hear of it once a month when, I'm, when I do it. Because yeah, I'm the co-host. You hear it when you're there <laughs> yeah. co-hosting it. Yeah. Take it away. Ben Beyond Spielberg is a show where me and Justin Kizan talk about Steven Spielberg movies. We do one a month. Next one is Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm going to stop talking like that now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that show's on BenViewNetwork.com. Hello, one of the kids from Goonies. <laughs> right? Just like all the other shows that I host, which are Benson's Moobox and Popsicles and Matt Moreno's Wrestling Show. And Shut Up Leonard. Shut Up Leonard, which we do. Dude over here. We do that show. Yeah. Every week we talk about community. Season mm-hmm. six is over. Over. It was a good time. And out. While it lasted. Yeah. And we're going to wait and see what happens next. Mm-hmm. Our season six, uh, f- the finale episode, was actually our hundredth episode. My goodness. And we had a special guest. We had Derek Armijo. Of Popsicles, which I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. And if you want to listen to that, go to shutupleonard.com. Yep. We got that still. We do. And, uh, uh, you know, benvnetwork.com or uh, on Twitter at ShutUpLenPod. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benson and I also do another podcast. Yeah, that along. we write. So, yeah, um, we write. Yeah. It's a scripted, choose-your-own-adventure style yep. podcast. And it's called Pick Your Path. Yes. Pick Your Path. Yes, we write that with David King of the award-winning Midnight Marinara podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so uh, every you, month... What? Would you shorten that to uh, Pip Boy? Yeah. <laughs> We're a bunch of pip, pip boys over here. Yeah, you guys. Uh, well, I, yeah. everyone who plays are they pip boys and pip girls? Yes, they are. Sure. Correct. <laughs> nice. Uh, every and month it's with a Y, so it's legally distinct. Uh, <laughs> and, yep. And Bethesda uh, can't uh, come get us. <laughs> uh, not trademarked. Every month. Every month. <laughs> Download a new app. The first. <laughs> I forgot for a second. <laughs> you do it. I know. Uh, yeah. Hey, so he's he's got a lot of eggs in a lot of different baskets. Our second episode has just been released, and it is. My story. You are an agent of crash. And it's a spee story. It is a what? spee story. I saw a lot of similarities up on the screen. I, I almost like, oh. whispered Lockington to you. Oh my when, God, I wanted to whisper Lockington to you. When so he much. is alive. <laughs> yes, uh, there's a lot going on there. But go check that Listen out. Listen to the show, idiots. It's good. <laughs> it's an enhanced podcast, so if you don't have something that can play that, you're going to have to download it a special way. If you got an iPhone, you're set. You're set for life. Good. But yeah. if you got an, an Android, you're going to need the VLC app. Yeah. That's or just listen on your computer, because you're going to want to be sitting down and, and skipping around. Hopefully we'll get the audiobook up soon. Someday. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it. Someday at Christmas. That if was Tom- a bad version of a Stevie Wonder Christmas song that I can't quite remember the tune to. <laughs> if Tom was here, he'd tell you about optograb.org, readwave.com, and his short stories on Amazon and Smashwords. Go to optograb.org. Jordan? I didn't even get to finish my plugs. He just sniped, sniped right in with this. I stream. Bend you a bunch of times. I did not say go to at Dr. Matt Benson on Twitter, though. There you go. You just did. Uh, I stream on Twitch. I'm doing it June 13th. It will either be mm-hmm. The Witcher 3, mm. which is an amazing game. So I hear. And I may never see anybody again because it, it rivals Skyrim. Oh. When the sky rims <laughs> and it timbles. <laughs> But if I'm playing with my friends, I will be playing Destiny on PS4. We will be raiding and playing playing the Prince of uh, Prison of Elders and or Trials of Osiris mm. because they added so much content to that game. It's what it should have been when it came out, and it's tons of fun. Please show up from. I'll probably start at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and I'll probably just keep streaming until I pass out. Uh, could you make sure this link is right? I have a link. And then Here. people can go right from your stream to the next day, June 14th, when Bethesda will be streaming a press conference about Fallout 4. That's my personal link, but that is fine. I can host the Gamer Assault Weekly Twitch at my Twitch. 
So okay. anyone who goes to my profile will be able to see. Okay, good. So that works. Fantastic. And if you want to listen to any of the podcasts we talked about or or more, there's more. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to BenViewNetwork.com on Twitter at BenViewNetwork. Uh, I mean, we don't even mention Comic Nerds Unite, yeah. Star Wars Nerds Unite. There's just so much. Anything you Dinner care party, about. Small talk. Friday Night Film Fights coming back soon. They're yep. on a hiatus, but they're back with a vengeance. Well, dragons the, and Dragons. They did their live show, Friday Night Film yeah. Fights, and then one of them got married. They took a break for a while. So they took a marriage and babies. Kill podcasts. Can man. kill podcasts like like diseases. Yeah. Podcast diseases. Yeah. Uh, there are comedians who have equated children to diseases. Yeah. So that is not beyond the realm of possibility. Our sure. personal website, nvpodcast.com. Email us nvpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at nvpodcast. My personal Twitter at podcaster Andrew. Mm-hmm. I'm at True Valk. Now it's time I already for. <laughs> Guess the ending. You'll never guess how it ends. First up, Jurassic World, directed by Colin Trevorrow. Trevorrow. I say Trevorrow. I say it like tomorrow. I Trevorrow. say Trevorrow. You say Trevorrow. I say Trevorrow. Okay. Shatner. Seven times. <laughs> Chris Pratt is one of the stars. I forgot to say starring before that. Starring Chris Pratt. Bryce Dallas Howard, Ty Simpkins, does not sound like a real name, but I know it is, and Judy Greer. They don't have the lady under the water as top build on this, even though she's the crazy, angry, like, they're just dinosaurs in the trailers. No, you, you it's always pretty clear that Chris Pratt was the Top star. Bill the Raptor trainer. I know, but she wouldn't be top four? Bryce Dallas Howard. What are you talking about? That's her name? Yeah. yeah. Who did you think it was? You thought it was Jessica I've Chastain. I've never seen her name written out before. <laughs> the Lady in the Water. Yeah. I've never seen her You thought name. they would credit her as Lady in the Water. I, was, yeah. I thought I was wondering where Lady in the Water was. M. Night Shyamalan's Lady in the Water. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because it, he trademarked it. You can't say Lady in the Water without M. Night yeah. Shyamalan's yeah, yeah. Lady in the Water. And just for verification, M. Night Shyamalan. It was M. Night Shyamalan's Lady in the Water. Yeah. 22 years after the events of Jurassic Park, Isla Nublar... Uh, now features a fully functioning dinosaur theme park, Jurassic World, as originally envisioned by John Hammond. After 10 years of operation and visitor rights declining in order to fulfill a corporate mandate, a new attraction is created to re-spark visitors' interest, which backfires horribly. Who would have seen that coming? Chris Pratt in the trailer. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So... You know, they got the park, you know, rates are slowing down, no one's buying the cheap plastic cups anymore, uh, not making any money. John Hammond is spinning in his grave, I assume he's dead at this point. Uh, and uh, they gotta do something. So, R- R- Lady in the Water is like, hey, I got, a, I got a hot idea, what if we make a new dinosaur, it'll have five heads, and speak French. Uh, and... Uh, she does. She creates speaks this new. French. It speaks French, uh, but the problem is <laughs> like like a stereotypical Frenchman. Uh, this new French dinosaur uh, has bad bo. Oh. He smokes like a chimney, My and goodness. he's he hates Americans. So it's not a popular attraction. Like that's how it backfires. Is this guy's always he's going around the camp. <laughs> it's a camp as well as the park. Yeah. Uh, he's just like oh, he used to be the Americans, and you know these American tourists they don't want to hear that, so they're yelling at him. Mm-hmm. It's uh, but you know he's very civilized. He's French, so he doesn't actually like use his dinosaur powers to eat them or anything. <clears throat> he, he just, just insults sort of, them from he far just away, critiques and them and tells them God is dead. And I just <laughs> like the dinosaur powers. Yeah, yes. he has dinosaur powers. And it obviously. just it talks about how horrible their clothing is. And <laughs> yeah. you, you can afford to come to a dinosaur island, but you look like that. Exactly, that sort of thing. Yeah, three of the heads have berets. It's a whole mess. Right. Um. And then Chris Pratt, he's fed up. He's the raptor trainer. He says, screw this. I'm going to get out of Jurassic World. I'm going to take my raptors on the road. He uh, sets up a show in Vegas. He has a trained raptor show in Vegas. Uh, everyone's uneasy about it uh, many years. Yeah, and, I'm a little worried right now. And then, much like Siegfried and Roy before him, Chris oh, no. Pratt dies at the teeth of one of his own raptors. You know, he didn't die. Well, in my version of the story, he died. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's the end of the film. Nice. The, French, the French one is still running rogue on the island. Damn. Yeah. Just insulting. Yeah. <laughs> insulting everyone. people left and right. Yeah. And he's not eating anybody, but no. he's removed their ability to leave. Yeah. So they're just on the island just being insulted yeah. Yeah. daily. Mm-hmm. I like it. 
And then we have to bring in and then Jurassic World 2 is they they engineer a German dinosaur to get the French dinosaur <laughs> and then finally an English and American and Russian dinosaurs to come in and beat the German dinosaur. And they're just recreating World War 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. I have no problem. So the next one's called Jurassic World War. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I called it Jurassic World 2 like a fucking idiot. (laughs) You had an assist. It still worked out. You know what? We're going to get all the way there because it still should be called Jurassic World War 2. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yep. I was going to go there, but it was too far for me. (laughs) No, it's because in the first one, it's just Germany and France. Yeah. And maybe an Austrian. Yeah. Dinosaur. And well, there then, was an Austrian dinosaur who one. was assassinated by the Black Hand France, dinosaur. Well, that yeah. Jurassic World War One. <laughs> yeah, that was that. That happens at the end of this movie. It's the it's what puts the events in motion. Yeah. And of course, the sinking to Lusitania. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the first time ever the word Lusitania has been said on a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I guarantee. It's on a podcast <laughs> I know. Before. I'm just screwing around. Uh, hardcore history. Thank you very much. Uh, me and Earl and the Dying Girl. What are you uh, up to? Directed by Alfonso Gomez uh, Rejon, uh, starring Thomas Oop, Mann. Touch my microphone. <laughs> uh, R.J. Seiler, Olivia Cook, and Nick Offerman, which might be the only reason I ever see this movie. Um, not to pre-review a movie I haven't really seen. Uh, high school, uh, high schooler Greg, who spends most of his time making parodies of classic movies with his coworker Earl, uh, finds his outlook forever altered after befriending a classmate who just been diagnosed with cancer. Look. I could I could go long and dirty with this yeah. and make it interesting, <clears throat> but basically uh, Earl just wins the lottery and pays for. Her <laughs> I was can- I was can- honestly <laughs> I was gonna ask if 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 this guy was meeting someone how how would he introduce himself what would he say? So my name is Earl, <laughs> and uh, and he wins the lotto and he pays for her cancer treatments and they just use the rest of his lottery money to make parody movies for the rest of their lives. I swear to God, I didn't read that until you read it out loud. And then, but my first instinct was, oh, this should be a prequel to Be Kind Rewind. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's what I thought. Perfect. Did, did what was Crab? Why was he called Crab Man? I don't know. You guys remember Crab Man? I do, oh. but he was a character on My Name Is Earl. Yeah, he I was their never friend. I never they called him I, Crab Man. I never really got it, and I can't remember if he cooked crabs <clears> or if he <throat> had crabs, se- a sexual deviant, or <laughs> and he just never got rid that's, of them. You know, I think that's a stigma that you're putting on people with crabs. <laughs> that they, uh, they are but sexual. If he got deviants. them and never got rid of them, I would call. I don't know deviancy. because this is also Earl's character in that show. Like he wins a lotto, and he's still just a grungy redneck that yeah. whole series. So I would not put it past him that there's someone in that town. Who is under constant threat and attack by crabs? By crabs, and proud of it so much yeah. so that he calls himself Crab Man. He's just like, "Hey, this is who I am." And then the maid was on Revolution to tie it full circle. Yep. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> guess Revolution the ending to good, <laughs> "Set Fire to the Stars," directed by Andy Goddard, starring Elijah Wood, Gillian Jones, Kelly Riley, and Stephen McIntosh. An aspiring poet in 1950s New York is his has his ordered world shaken when he embarks on a week-long retreat to save his hell-raising hero, Dylan Thomas. Uh, all right. So, I mean, they don't tell you this right here, but uh, this is the beginning of a trilogy. Um, and so when this starts, he's going off on this journey. It's a very long journey uh, that this main character, played by Elijah Wood, has to go on mm-hmm. just to save Dylan Thomas. Yeah. Uh, it says a week-long retreat, but that's just the beginning. The week-long retreat is the first part. That's what this movie's all about. Mm. It launches into the second part. He finally meets Dylan Thomas at the end of this film, which th- launches the second part. So the second part is called Set Fire to the Stars, The Scorch Trials, and uh, <laughs> that's where he really saves Dylan really? Thomas. So, you know uh, what? I saw... Pause Pause on your guest ending. I saw that trailer. It's over. It's done. My I guest s- ending's done. That's okay. it. That's the end. I saw that trailer and went, I really need to see the first Maze Runner movie. Because this looks crazy. Yeah, I did, that was not my reaction. My reaction was, there's a movie that's fucking called The Maze Runner colon The Scorch Trials. Well, see, when you realize that all movies made right now are based on young adult yeah. mo- books. But it really feels like they just threw a bunch of words in a hat, but see, threw them on the ground and said, that's the title of our movie. <laughs> but you have to realize that I am also the person who had to eat crow because mm-hmm. I made fun of a movie for so long. Yeah. And then just on the premise of, I talk so much crap about it, I should probably watch it to... Mm-hmm know what I'm talking about, now find redeeming qualities and want to see the later movies. Yeah. Young and all movies aren't so bad. What movie was that movie? That Detergent. Detergent? <laughs> Divergent. Okay. Uh, what what really got me for Scorch Trials was uh, Scorch. Li- Little Fingers in it. Yes. And Little Fingers showed up and I went, 
little finger. But then he says, he says to the kid, "You can't handle the scorch." And I just, <laughs> that killed me. Yeah, I was oh, like, said, you, it was something like, "You thought the mazes were up? Yeah, when did you see the scorch?" <laughs> I don't know why he turned into like a weird Mexican stereotype voice at the end. But it's just. Who, the Scorch, like that's, that's I love it. it I don't. Sounds dumb as I, I read so many trashy fantasy movies growing up as a kid. I'm all about the Scorch. I'm all about it. That's just. Oh, they come up with the crazy <laughs> Thank you. Well, you just have to realize this is coming from the mind of someone who's writing for teenage boys and girls. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, so now we can end the guessing. Thank, Thank you. You, uh, you didn't do that last month. By month, I mean week. I thought I did. You didn't do it? I'm so glad I, I didn't listen because I would have just thrown down my phone in anger, shattered the screen, and then I wouldn't have any way to contact you and tell you how angry I was. Pretty certain I did. Thank you. I I'll go think, edit it in. I don't think you did. Just <laughs> edit it in. Any, any we'll do it and the guy's like... <laughs> um, what's that? That means the show's over. Right. Yeah. This is, And we are, of course, reviewing Jurassic World next week. Yes. And uh, we already know it's going to be Adam. If you're an Adam fan, nice. come, come get it. Uh, this is uh, so. Until next week, this has been episode two twenty eight of Nerds Eye of You two twenty nine. No, it was, was two two seven last night because I'm in Jack A references. I'm oh, it's right on the ninth. That's what screwed me up for the ninth. Jack A references. <laughs> 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 episode two twenty eight. I'm Andrew. I'm Jordan. I'm Benson. Oh, I gotta hit stop now. <laughs> Mr. Benson. Bring me a dream. Wait, what, what is going on? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Jordan was asking a question. I don't know what it was. All right, so the new stuff in May on Hulu is Backstrom, Antitrust, Barbershop, Beauty Shop, The Birdcage, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Death at a Funeral, Bleach, Mistresses, Auction Hunters, The Last Man on Earth, Gotham, New Girl, Weird Loners, The Originals, Jane the Virgin, American Idol, One Big Happy, Arrow. Is it a movie that you're looking for? I think it's a TV show. Wayward Pines. This is not even separated that way. Rain, <laughs> Vampire Diaries, The Blacklist, Grimm, Tyrant. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.